The Blockbusters Podcast is proud to be a member of the Pod Bros Network. You can find us, as well as other fantastic podcasts such as Pencil and Ink Review, Another Damn Trivia Show, and The Language of Romance at podbros.com, as well as on most other fine podcasting services. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to share and enjoy the Blockbusters Podcast. Could a movie with Christopher Lee, Ron Perlman, Claire Filani, a movie with so much sexism, homophobia, and xenophobia go so wrong? Hopefully we'll find out as we'll be talking about Police Academy Mission to Moscow. Uh, welcome to the first of what we uh, hope to be uh, quite a few episodes of this new series we'll be doing uh, called Franch Fried. Uh, basic idea is we're going to take the latest entry in a series of films and just review it, having... Maybe not seeing all of those in the series. Um, yeah. Whichever one of us think that the series has gone on too long. Maybe one or both of us, uh, but that's kind of how it's going to work out. Um, so we thought, why not go with this pile uh, <laughs> right off the bat? Uh, joining, uh, I'm Brian, of course. Joining me, as always, is the blood and sweat of Blockbusters. <laughs> I'm the cheers, of course. Uh, Paul Hawkins. Yes, hello there. <laughs> and a very special guest, um only felt right to have this guy on as we're pretty much just appropriating his <laughs> idea here yeah. uh, <laughs> would be Otter Knight. Otter? Yeah. You guys have completely run out of ideas, haven't you? Yeah, so yeah, why not hey, yeah. why not steal from the best, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> just move a turd from our show to yours. <laughs> uh, we're we're happy to give one up, believe me, we have a lot of them. So. Uh, yeah, well, uh, pleasure to have you on. Yeah, just had Thank to have you, you on this uh, to... Um, Help us flush this, as it were. That is not what the terminology we'll be using. But when you're on, you know, that's the way that's what we do about yep. it. But yes, and uh, as you can probably tell, I don't think we'll be giving imaginative titles to these. Uh, it'll probably just be the name <laughs> on it. But yes, this one we decided. Why not go with the franchise that you didn't realize went on this long? <laughs> that yeah, everyone you, you ask everyone you'll you'll get a different answer for how many films are in the franchise. Four, well, six, th- eight. Th- th- that's the initial problem though with the, this guy. You guys, this is what you came up with. You said you you, you texted me or you um, DM me about a franchise that has gone on too long. The last movie in the series was made in 1994, guys. It's been 22 fucking years. I think it's over. Like, why are we... This is a revisionist history. It it went on too long. That is a fact. It's not not going on too long. Well, well, I I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even bet eh, six... I got six films out of it. You thought it was, what... Uh, four it's films seven, too many. Yeah. Uh, seven is it seven or is it? This seven? is seven. Police seven Academy one. is six. Is City Under Siege. Yeah, this is uh, uh, Police okay, Academy. So, uh, just as colon as Mission as to Moscow. As everyone yes. knows. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. As <laughs> as I knew of yesterday when I did my Police Academy research. I yeah. thought there were it, one came. You know, they released one. I didn't realize it's been twenty. You know, I got to step back in time here. All yeah. right, we yeah, can go. It, we can... <laughs> it, it was interesting because we we threw around a few ideas for which one to start this with. I mean, obviously, Transformers could have been, like, the... But the, the yeah, and they're one. still making those, so that was the... Yeah, and, uh, and what, what we wanted to do was 
the latest one that isn't in cinemas, like, you know, easily accessible. And then we also thought, well, why not start with an old franchise before we start getting into, like, the the low-hanging fruit, as it were, of the more recent ones. And this one just kind of stood out for, like, I remember enjoying the first one. And I well, haven't rewatched this is it not yet. the first one. <laughs> and this is not the first one of that franchise. No, I, and no, you, e- even even watching the first yeah. one, you would never think you can get six more films out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Having uh, a like five percent of your returning cast at the uh, it is the, uh, yeah, um, it's yeah. the law of diminishing returns. We could talk about that. Uh, yeah, the, it's funny, the, the American Pie presents of Police Academy. <laughs> yes. Uh, Yes, when, when the greatest that. joke in this franchise is a gay bar joke that you can no longer do, I think you know you're in trouble. I think I, that's where you got to kind of start from. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll obviously get into this in a bit. I'm just gonna just give you the director and stuff. This was directed by Alan Meta. Uh, that's M E T T E R, and I have no idea what else he's done. And a budget of ten million dollars. Nineteen ninety four ten million. Nineteen ninety four ten million dollars. Having watched this, I don't know where that went. Probably just on the plane tickets to get <laughs> over there. Tackleberry doesn't oh, yeah. come cheap. He, yeah. he demands the scratch. <laughs> and uh. a a box office of and this is fantastic, a hundred and twenty six thousand two hundred and forty seven dollars. So yeah. Didn't do too great. I don't think it did it's well. Tough to believe. Yes. Um, coming in at a hot eighty-two minutes. <laughs> yep. And it felt about like two hundred and forty. <laughs> yes. So, so I, when you can't get to ninety minutes, you know you're in trouble. Yeah. Even, then, even with credits, even with credits, you can't get to ninety minutes. Yeah. You know you've completely run out of material at this point. Uh, maybe this was on fumes. Yeah. By 94. Yeah. It had a 10 year run, but yeah. Alright. Yeah, my, my first note that I wrote down was simply, wow. Not, yeah. <laughs> Not That's sure. the same note you had for the other one, too. Yeah. Uh, a little different context. Yeah, but this is a uh, different wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, my first note was, Jesus, what am I in for after that news intro? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I genuinely don't know where to start with this. Well, pretty much all I got, I really want to play Game Boy is all I got out of this. <laughs> I really want to dust off my Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, and then play some Tetris. And, and I, uh, Dr. I genuinely Mario. was starting to wonder, like, should I rewatch the first film and after this and just see, mm. now, like, just see, is is it that the humor changed so much, or is it that having grown up and now gone back to it, it's like. Well, this wasn't good. Like I don't, I'm not sure I want to watch. And I'm glad it again. you brought that up because that is another rule we kind of laid out: is that you're allowed to review any films in the history that you've already seen, but if you haven't seen any of the others, you can't. Yeah, do we, those as we well. are judging this yeah. entire franchise <laughs> on its last <laughs> entry, which I think is fair for this. I don't think we need. To. I don't know. Uh, also, you got to remember the audiences have changed from 1984 to 1994, so comic sensibility may have changed in the 10 years. And if you're still doing the same material, you know, it may not play well in 94 as it did in 84. Maybe in 84 it didn't play that well either. I, yeah, but, so you know, a, that's a, the first one's a much better film than yeah, what so you're looking Mr. at now. Just, yeah, uh, I mean, you got no, you got no Gutenberg if you don't have Gutenberg. Yeah, he went through four. <laughs> he only did four films. Yeah, he went through four. Yeah, yeah. He went through four and he was done. Uh, maybe he should have stayed. I don't know. Considering uh, how bad his career is now, maybe he should have hung around for the other three films. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the stonecutters are no longer around to make him a star, so <laughs> that's a reference and a half for anyone wanting to look that up. <laughs> but yes, I looked up a couple of things here. So yeah, the yeah, production was temporarily halted due to the constitutional crisis of 1993 and the damaged White House. And I, Jesus, it's just this film. I'm not fully sure I get it. Like, so, some of the stuff in this film I felt made absolutely no sense. For instance, there's a scene where Michael Winslow's character is like, oh, did those guys make fun of you? Here. And then he gets on a BMX. And then it's just shot from the chest up of him going, and it's not like he even. He kind of makes a motorcycle noise with his mouth. I mean, yeah, you know, as you would expect. But, but that's it. He doesn't then do any tricks. He doesn't. He just he would, go around yeah. being shot. For being the uh, sound effects guy, I think he that bit is used what, like twice or something. It's yeah. Well, How much money is he going to get on a guy who can do sound effects with his mouth? Exactly. I mean, the first movie, yes. Maybe the first two films, but come on, this is seven films in, guys. Like he's done. This guy, I mean, sadly, this guy does it in his stand up. That's his whole act. Like, have you ever seen a stand up? This is what he does for for an hour. It's just just you know fart sounds with his mouth. I don't you know. I would have rather <laughs> seen that than this film. <laughs> uh, well, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite things looking this up is what Leonard Moulton said about this film. Oh, did, the, did you see? Well, that was it's at the uh, well. If, I, I have it pulled up right. Yeah, here. go so ahead. If, yeah. If the United States and Soviet Union were still at odds, this film would make a great weapon. It could bore people to death. Uh, and even, um, I watched it via Crackle, which is, I think, how you watched it as yes, well. Yes, it is. Um, even, like, their little thing is, uh, like, film reviewer Leonard Moulton turned up his nose at this, uh, <laughs> film, whatever, but, yeah. Um, turned up his nose. Wow, yeah, that's something like it, but, oh my god, thank god. I loved what, I mean, as much as I could love watching this film, that this was the way to do it. Uh, yeah. commercial breaks, thank god for the commercial <laughs> breaks. Uh, the little, uh, 90 second ads yeah. that I could just like decompress for a little bit. Yeah, just, <laughs> kind of just to write down what's going on. Yeah, here. um, yeah, I wrote that. In... <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, was that a tit flash joke I wrote down at one point? <laughs> yeah. Well, what was the rating on? It was only. It was a PG. It was PG, I believe, right? PG. It wasn't yeah. even R rating anymore. Yeah, which is really sad. Yeah, it's just PG. Like the first one's R. It's a hard R. Which film. is actually kind of interesting if this is PG, given that there is a scene with multiple naked women in it. That's like, fine. But, yeah. I mean, obviously back <laughs> this then, is 1990, yeah, nineteen ninety four PG is different than exactly. yeah, It's one of the weirdest things to think about because obviously back in the eighties uh, and early nineties. You could have nudity and it would be, you know, parental guidance, like, you know, whatever. Whereas now it would almost be an instant, uh, like R rating or something for that. However, you can shove in almost as many swear words as you like or as much violence as possible. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, and no, no one cares anymore. It's weird how things have shifted. <laughs> yes. Quite <laughs> and, a bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where to go here, Paul. Uh, I mean, I guess. What I think, what did you enjoy? What, what Where, was there anything enjoy? you enjoyed? Um, well, uh, yeah. well, one, one thing I, I guess I kind of enjoyed watching it was like just seeing 
seeing some of these scenes just play out and it's like, I genuinely don't know where this is going. Like, it's, oh no, it's I just... totally. I mean, jumping ahead, I totally checked out and it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was beyond caring. I was like doing some dishes and <laughs> hearing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it was like I was watching this film and having not seen Police Academy past, I think the second or third one, and it's been so long since I've yeah. seen the, the, that. Like, I didn't remember the formula from it so I was watching this just like I wonder where this is going and then there were so many scenes where it was like why, why is that there why, like how there's a scene where this guy really wants to get with the translator and oh, so instead of the amazing instead Russian of accent. doing what it is that she wanted <laughs> him to do body. which you'd think would have actually in, endeared him to her more he lies and then gets her to have to stay around with the, the cat, I just wrote down, gotta love the casual racism. It's like, I wait three years for vacation. And it's like, yes, that's how it works. And, and I'm sure it was like, everyone outside of Russia thinks that like, you, yeah, I wait three years in line for potato and now I can eat like a king or something like it's just ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> I, I just kept saying poor, poor Ron Perlman. What yeah, was how the hell did they doing? get Ron Perlman and Christopher Lee? And Christopher <laughs> Lee, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, at least well, Christopher Pearl, Lee Perlman wasn't, wasn't doing bad. anything major. That was pre Hellboy, right? So the, he wasn't doing it. He wasn't back on the radar yet, Ron Perlman. No. So he's taking work. Lee had been a name. They got remember Lee, three of these cast members in this film are dead. Um, yeah, David. Probably Graff. gratefully so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gaines. Yeah, Graff and um, Lee are all gone. Graff from um, Lancaster, Ohio, which is like just about an hour, a little over an hour away from where we are. <laughs> Yeah, here, but yeah, he died young. Yeah, yeah, he died 50. young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. only died at fifty. So this is probably what killed him. The series probably killed um, him. I think I so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, after seven of these, yeah, come on, man. No, he got the script for eight, and then he just yeah, <laughs> like, that's when he out. died. That's when he fell over. Yeah, like I'm, I'm done. Uh, I don't blame him. George Gaines was. They propped him up in this film. He was pretty old. Uh, yeah. even in this movie, he was getting up there. Uh, and then he died. I forget when he died. He, I don't think he died too long after this one too. Oh, no, he died, actually, this year. I'm sorry. Sorry, George. He, he literally just died in February. Uh, I'm surprised he made it that far, honestly. Yeah. Um, it was so weird. Like, obviously, I think his character was written exactly the same in every single one. I, mm-hmm. I, I believe he was always just that, like, let's just say, yeah, yeah okay, so- I'm completely clueless. Hey, we win the day in the end. Hooray. Well, like, that's the problem with the series, though. You got seven films, but there was no character growth over those films. They're exactly the same characters they were in the first film as this one. It's just the same rubber stamp. I think yeah, that's what the franchise show honestly. that's going on for way too long. Yeah. Oh yeah, wait. Yeah, right. It's like a sketch show. You're right, but it's just yeah. When you're playing the same character, and they're just it, against the law of diminishing returns. There's just the, the more you do it, the less funny it gets. You know, so we're, we're way past the expiration date. You know, two films maybe, maybe three, yeah. but. Anything past that, it's just not working. Yeah, it's so weird to see something. And it's going to be interesting, like, doing this to to jump in for the last film of the franchise and see what happens. And There will be better films than we do. Yeah, I'm I'm sure of that. Uh, Uh, But it it was so weird to jump in and say, okay, they've gone to Moscow. It's like, all right, fine. Like, you know, well, but, like immediately, I well, I already checked out right there. I'm like, okay, unbelievable premise, done. <laughs> like, well, yeah. yeah, but I was willing to like, okay, fine, let's yes, yeah, yes, of course, Moscow wants this and that police force over there. Okay, I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah and, it, 
and the second Ron Perlman came out, I was like, alright, and then you just see something, like, and then you just have the other corrupt Russians just trying to get, and it's like, I'm sure, why not, yeah, I don't think there was ever a point in this film where I actually smiled. Uh, (laughs) Wow. So were there, um, any, Moments that you, you, there was, there was nothing that tickled you at all? Uh, I, well, okay. Technically, yes, but it had nothing to do with something that the film did. It, I, I ended up writing down, anyone a player of the game? Because you just lost. Because, <laughs> the, because the, the game that is going to get into every computer system in the world is called the game. <laughs> and then they're going to make the game Two, <laughs> there is absolutely no explanation as to what the game is, what the game two is. <laughs> it's just it's a game, game, a game adaptation of the Michael Douglas John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, they spent a lot of time coming up with that name too. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, it, and it's just so many things like well, they they have one programmer, one programmer for the that's game. How it works, yeah, and he has two weeks. To program a sequel. Yeah, but, to, yeah. That was back in the day, though. You can crank them out. You can't do that shit. You need a whole team of people. Even that's, uh, that's how with, they did video games. Even with it being back in the day, it would be. This is this is your sticking e. point, Paul. This is this is what you're sticking on. You know, seven <laughs> films. It's a police academy movie. You're going to get hung up on a, yep. on the inaccuracy of being yes. able to create a video game in two weeks. Yes, I like, am. This, because this is, that is this film's is, major problem. Okay. This is where this is where Paul draws his Picard line in the sand. This is going this far, no further. This bullshit. Uh, I don't know, Paul. Paul you got to re- maybe rethink your priorities on this. Well, it's a police academy movie, man. It's just. Dumb lowbrow humor. You can't get hung up on little plot details. Like I understand that this, it's critical to the plot, but you know, obviously they didn't give a shit. So well, just, you I didn't maybe lower your expectations. I didn't find it funny, so I had to find something else to to get in. <laughs> so oh, you just started getting aggravated. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not funny. We know that, but that's that's a blanket statement. Yeah, I mean, but, but the problem, the also cheap problem, you should you got to recognize is you don't you, these 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 comedians don't have the the talent level to reinvent the characters like they this yeah. these aren't eddie murphy's and melissa mccarthy's and, and people that can come in and keep spinning spinning new new you know tricks on the, these same characters they, they have a very limited skill set michael winslow is just down to making fart sounds with his mouth okay that's all he can do so there's only so much of that you can do george gaines you know they just parade him out so that that, that that's the issue is that the cast was never that strong even steve gutenberg you know come on it's the good but you know, you get tired of his bullshit. You know, after four films, you know, he was smart enough to get the hell out because he knew he wasn't he was. funny anymore. And then Hightower only left after the next one, after fifth. Oh, Bubba yeah. Smith, yeah, he yeah. was out of there. Yeah. And, so yeah. that's that's the problem. They, they know they knew when to leave. Um, and, and you know, and, that's why, go ahead. And bear in mind, this is one of, if not the first American-produced films to really be allowed <laughs> to be filmed in Russia. Which is horrible. No wonder why we that look is like a assholes. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> what a way history. to go. They, they filmed <laughs> at the Red Square. So I don't they, know. They were allowed into I mean, in all seriousness, keep in mind this is post Cold War, and they even <laughs> joke about that in the film. I mean, if you want to call anything in this this film jokes, but uh, you know, they're saying it wasn't long ago. You know, there's they mentioned something about that in the hallway. It wasn't too long ago. Or, oh dear. You know, we were enemies <laughs> or some shit. This is, oh dear, what? Well, I, so just. Uh, having a quick look here so that scene where michael winslow is on that bmx bike just making the sound effects he had to have a wireless microphone to pick up his stuff while they were filming it the frequency used was the same as the one used by the military 
<laughs> which resulted in officials turning up. And would, yeah, so see that's like maybe the making of the film would be more interesting. Oh, I would love a documentary film. about the yeah, making. See, of, maybe yeah. we just need to see documentaries of these people getting paraded out for these well, sequels. Well, there is a behind-the-scenes featurette on the DVD. Oh, oh I'm sure it's one of those two and a half minute ones that you get on the the cardboard DVDs with the little. Yeah. Flat so, so we don't we don't yeah. get to see Michael Winslow getting beaten beaten, <laughs> beaten by Russian military over and over interrogated. again. Interrogated, yeah, yeah, interrogated, uh, stripped naked. Uh, it, it's a good thing that he wasn't. He was just doing motorbike sounds, and he was yeah, exactly like, doing his gunfire. Wasn't doing like artillery right. shells. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't know if mm-hmm. you noticed this at all, but it seemed to me as if every other line, and I'm not just talking about people speaking in Russian mm-hmm. and having like dubbed or anything like that, but it felt as though every other line of dialogue, no matter who was speaking, was dubbed. Like it felt as though they were speaking, and then it would oh, be it like was just a fun, fraction yeah. of a second behind or something. Like, maybe, See, maybe, I didn't know if it was just the stream or something. Uh, yeah, that yeah, I was watching, so, but. Yeah, and maybe it was. I don't know. Mm. Honor, did you have any issues there when you were watching it? it, it I you know I'm playing fine, but I, I think it was. Yeah, there might, it might have been some of the stuff might have been redubbed. I mean, you always do the you know it's ADR. Yeah. It's usually bad, and and the, the budget for the ADR might have been insanely low because the budget wasn't that big. So you know you're not going to get top quality sound, guys. I mean, they basically skyped it. I mean, it was 1994 Skype. <laughs> All right, just say your lines. We'll cut it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's also we mentioned that it had a limited run. This did play in theaters, but who the hell was in the theater in '94 to watch this? Who went to the theater? Like homeless people? Like who was actually sitting in the theater other good, watching? Yeah. Uh, you know, it was a, yeah, there had to been other like where did this play? Mm-hmm. New York and L.A. Let's say, but there had to been homeless people or I don't know or just. You have to be diehard. Who's a diehard fan of the Police Academy series? Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I, have you found one? I mean, the first film, yes, is very funny. I'll I mean, stand by the first one. It's yeah, classic, but that's it, guys. I mean, remember, Jurassic Park came out the year before this film. So <laughs> there were amazing theater experiences to be had. Right. There's films that came out. That's what I'm saying. Who was in the theater? Who went and well, saw this? Well, I, I love, I looked up the, the box office I look up, box office mojo is where I normally go to. And the genre for this is comedy bumbling. And it is, bumbling. Ranked, it is ranked 38 out of 38. Oh, Ernest well, Rides it. Again did better Ooh. than this film. Ernest, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, Ernest Scared Stupid yeah, uh, did better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, that, yeah, I was scared stupid after this. Police uh, Academy 6 over. did a box office, uh, domestic at least, I think. Uh, no, Lifetime in Theatre. Yeah, Police Academy Six did eleven and a half million dollars, and then this one came out and only did one hundred and twenty-six thousand. No oh, wait, why did what, so what happened between the sixth and the seventh? Like, how did the fans end up jumping ship? I mean, I, I don't understand. They, they I maybe don't know, after right? like we can't do anymore, and we're not showing up for another one. Like, maybe it was a six that bad? I don't maybe, like I, it. I don't know. I, yeah, I never saw six. Yeah, I think yes, six must have been the one where so many people. Like we're just like, wow, this is bad. I'm not going to see it anymore. I mean, yeah, that Bubba, Maybe. Bubba Smith, mm-hmm. uh, the last in the franchise to feature Bubba Smith, Marion Ramsey, Bruce Miller, Lance Kinsley, and George R. Robertson. So, yeah, they. I mean, so many people jump maybe, ship. Well, maybe six is the one you should be looking. You know, as the one that's gone on too long. This one's kind of an addendum <laughs> at this point because maybe that's the one that really killed the franchise. Maybe that. Maybe this one isn't <laughs> the one. Maybe they thought, you know, let's just do one more. But uh, maybe six was the one where everybody jumped ship. Yeah, apparently it was, and it's it was just so weird watching this because I, I do have 
just in the back of my head, like I had that nostalgia for the first one because mm-hmm. yeah, which is a great yeah. film. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you had uh, Bobcat. Yeah, Bobcat. Yeah, Bobcat Goldfarb. Yeah, as uh, as just a fantastic screeching inept guy who joins the academy, and like, and so that's the thing. This film is based around police cadets joining the police force. Right. And that's not what this film is. It completely fails. The mm. only way that there's any it, link it, is they go generic do... naked gun in Russia. They gave a speech at a Russian police academy at one scene in the film, and that is mm. it. There is no other link to police academy whatsoever other than it features mm. some of the people in it. And it's like, I, I just want to know... And I'm not even going to bother watching some of the previous films at this point. I just mm-hmm. want to know, like, how did the people that wrote this go, yeah, this is a police academy film. This, yeah. is, <laughs> this is what we want. Um, that's, yeah, they, they, it was a check. <laughs> that's all it is. It's a check, you know. Yeah. 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 It's a, yeah, barely a check at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. on all the talent has jumped. What happened to Tim Kazarinsky? Why didn't they bring him back? He's out of work. Who knows what he was doing? He was funny. He was in the second one, in case you're wondering. But (laughs) Uh, what I want to ask, this will be fun, Paul. What if you just had to take a stab at it? What is the plot of this film? The plot of this film (laughs) is there's a guy who is going to somehow make a game that will get into every security system in the world. Because I guess everybody who owns a security system is going to play the game on that computer, and they have to stop him. Sort of. <laughs> I guess. Uh, like, okay. You did better with it than I thought. Yeah, yeah I don't think I could have done yeah. that one. Well, that's the thing. That's the plot. I believe that takes up about thirty percent of the runtime of this film. Yeah. Uh, the, the rest of the runtime is well, we need Michael Winslow to do some sound effects. Mm-hmm. We need yeah, Connors and the hot Russian to get it, get it on. Right. Um, we need Tackleberry to do something with a gun because he's gun obsessed. And we need to have some sort of scene where we can have some naked women in it. And then we need to have some scene where the guy who is the chief of the police academy is somewhere where he really shouldn't be and doesn't know he's somewhere where he shouldn't be. And it's like, yeah, the actual plot only takes place when Ron Perlman is on scene. And, and that's it. <laughs> that's, there is, Man. there is no plot um, to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's go ahead, a, Otter. I, why wasn't Tackleberry like the poster boy for gun control? <laughs> he that needs guy to up? be. I know. Man, man. Yeah. I mean, how much, how much mileage are you going to get out of that? You couldn't even do it. Like, that's the funny thing. A lot of these jokes you did back then, you can't even do those jokes now. Like, you couldn't do a yeah. Tackleberry character now, really. You can't do the gay, the blue oyster bar. You sure as hell can't do that joke. Um, cause you'd have every rights groups, you know, raising flags up everywhere. I mean, you know, uh, so uh, a lot of the stuff you, Humor you can't even do anymore. So I don't know. Is it a timepiece in that respect? I guess I, I, as bad as it is. I yeah, guess. I, mean, I guess. I mean, yeah. I was overwhelmed with the uh, just the rampant sexism and homophobia. Oh yeah, and just like that, it was and, and the casual Russian bad. racism. Like, yeah. how the hell did Russia <laughs> allow this film? If they read the script, how did they say 
Yeah, this is what like, he wants. We'll take your money. <laughs> Maybe they saw the first movie and they thought Steven Gutenberg was going to show up. I don't know. Russian, <laughs> their sense of humor is different. I don't, I don't understand how this, this, yeah. ever, like this, I think there's a great documentary there. I think maybe there's a great, of how that movie got made, how they ended up in Russia. Maybe there is something to be said, yeah. um, and, for it. And yeah. again, like, yeah. you could obviously argue, uh, the same happens now, like the whitewashing of the stuff, like, Ron Perlman is American. Yeah. Oh, why, yeah, why Russian. couldn't they find a Russian actor to play the Russian bad guy? Yeah. Like the, he, uh, obviously Christopher Lee. The guy from the, the Saint, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I can't think of the actor's Christopher name Lee as as uh, yeah. the main commandant. Like, mm-hmm. fair enough. Like, you know, really well established actor, theatrical actor. Fair Get him in to do a role. However, every other Russian person could have been done by, if not just a Russian person who is able to speak English. Which I'm sure there are thousands, if not millions, of in Russia that are actors. But how about someone of American Russian descent? Like you know, any link whatsoever, yeah. other uh, than yeah. Um, yeah but you got to have names in a film, though. You got to have names to sell it. You know, just to, and I guess man, they were able to rope in Christopher Lee and Ron. But Ron Perlman wasn't as much of a name. Uh, really, it's Lee. I think was probably the main one yeah, uh, for, that got in for this. So you know, you got to sell it. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, obviously times have changed, and you can't really get away with this shit now. Yeah. But, uh, plus, we have Russian actors. We have ones that can, you know, do this kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, I think I think what probably happened is looking up Ron Perlman very quickly here. He had one, two, three. He had four films that came out in '93, and one that came out the year before. So maybe it was like, ah, oh, he's been on the marquee a number of times. How about we get him in to do it? Just, yeah, yeah, that that could be. It's just a, it's an uh, awareness. Well, it's, I, that's the only reason I think they would have got him. Yeah, I mean, I. Nothing against Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman is actually a good actor, but he is hamming it up to the extreme with this (laughs) one. (laughs) In fact, I would love to see him do Hellboy with this accent. Like, for no reason whatsoever. (laughs) I want him to be Hellboy in this movie. (laughs) Somehow. Yeah, Yeah, and yeah, just what, I don't know, was Claire Frolani, like, she was, I guess, pretty much a newcomer at this point, like she yeah. was just the fresh face because Mallrats was the, is the year after, so maybe this is what got her Mallrats. This, this knows, was but... this was a second film after <laughs> yeah. something called Gypsy Eyes, mm-hmm. and then yeah, oh, and then Mallrats was the, the next. The yeah. 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 yeah, but yeah, oh my god, that <laughs> I I can't decide whose accent was worse, hers or Ron Perlman's. It's a, <laughs> and, well, it's a tough call. And she's English, so uh, exactly she was yeah. English during a Russian accent. Ron Perlman was American during a Russian accent. And Christopher Lee was just doing Christopher Lee. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, I don't care. Christopher Lee gets a pass in my yeah, I don't he, think Christopher Lee had. victim of this. Yeah. He had no idea what the hell he was even doing. They just <laughs> wheel him in. Says, this, I think he wasn't even conscious that he was uh-huh. even doing it. That's Somebody, what happens yeah. at that point in your career. They uh-huh. just show up and say the lines and go home. He didn't even know he was doing a comedy. He probably was, thought he was doing a drama. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has many laughs. Yeah. Yeah, the, the weirdest cool. thing about Christopher Lee, like he, I think he was fluent in about six languages, and I'm fairly certain Russian was actually one of them. So he probably did have could have done. Some, uh, yeah. yeah, and to, fact, I, I kind of want to just do a thing about Christopher Lee because so so many of the things like uh, talk uh, when he was on the set of Lord of the Rings and 
uh, Peter Jackson told him to imagine the sound of someone being stabbed in the back, and his response to that was, I don't need to imagine it, just because yeah. of some of the stuff yeah. he did during the war. And I think the, the thing I'm trying to get at here is, once again, how did they get these people <laughs> on, on this shit? Because, to be honest, if, if we are, at, as we kind of were alluded to... You really again, didn't like this film. You really if if like we're going to judge the franchise based on its, its final bow, as it were... Then... Well, then it's total. It's a total. I don't know if that's even a fair assessment, Dan. Then, then no, we're just reviewing the, fun... the film, not yeah. the franchise. Yeah, that's, yeah. Because yeah, the first film is very good. I mean, yeah, exactly. It was yeah. such a fall from grace. What the hell happened? Uh, <laughs> they I, just well, kept I, it you can look at it like too that. Long, which is the whole it purpose just went of this. On, yeah, right, way so, too yeah. long. Well, what, what's the exit point then, guys? After after Gutenberg left, because he was really the center of the whole thing. So I think after four, after four, you call it a four. Yeah, Once you reach the point where. Yeah. The lead actor leaves. Yeah, the lead actor's gone, and I I assume he wasn't the only one to go. Chances are, no, no, they no. all kind of left it. Yeah, but the yeah, the, yeah, it, yeah, had gone by that and, point. But you got to remember, some of these guys are so low on the bar. This is the only crew they had. Michael Winslow, <laughs> you know, that, that put him on the map. So he's of course he's going to hang around. You got the bottom feeders. There's people that are going to you know, you know, Gutenberg had a career, so he was able to go and do other <laughs> shit. You know, some of these other people can do that, but some of these guys are like David Graff and Winslow were stuck. Even G.W. Yeah, Bailey, this is the best thing the he Disney's ever did. Academy scripts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but right now, at least, yeah, I know Winslow and Bailey. You know, Bailey no, Graf's not dead. waiting on anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, you know, at that time, like, I was probably waiting on the next one to come around. Leslie, yeah. Leslie Easterbrook is waiting. You know, they're all, you know, that's the problem. This, this is what they were known for, is put them on the map. Of course they're going to hang around. They're going to milk it for all they can. That's why they turn up in the animated series and the TV series and all this other, you know, nonsense. <laughs> I, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's sad to watch a, a sinking ship. You know, uh, or dumpster fire, but you know, this, yeah, this, it's, it's all this is a dumpster fire on a sinking ship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the real telling thing here. So, directed by someone that was not connected to any of the previous film, written by people that had no connection to any of the previous films. Oh, so it's a DC film, and produced <laughs> by. Let's see here. There is one person who was a producer who produced three through six, and all the other produced. Oh no, sorry, and two people produced three through six. And the other two producers had no connection whatsoever to the previous film. So, yeah, written by people that, I guess, just liked the previous films. <laughs> yeah, and decided to remove all the charm and uh, humor. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's just, uh, it was so sad what? to watch this, uh, having every, having that nostalgia. Every single attempt, it, it was low-hanging fruit after low-hanging fruit. It, it yeah. was the easiest Observation to make every time out. The, the, just, yeah, it, the dog pee, cho- like the peeing down the skit, like, none of it worked. Yeah, uh, and they, uh, they had yeah. the running joke of the Russian guy hired the bellhop to sit in his room and say, I'm in the bathroom every time somebody knocked on the door. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, the first time. That was time, funny. Yeah, I, uh, if you say so. I mean, the, oh, the, the Chernobyl idea. joke always look, hilarious gotta, to have a look, Chernobyl gotta, joke. If everything's terrible, you got to look for something. There has to be something to entertain you, even if, yeah. You know, I mean, there's always a little gem. I, I did generally have a a half chuckle at the like the cord in the wall bit pulling on the cord. Uh, uh, I mean, I, mean, I, I know it's a cle- it's an old played out bit, but eh, you but, know. But the the way that I was looking for something, like uh, yeah, as on a nose, like I, I tend to come up with the way it should have gone rather than, <laughs> than that. the way but, it did. But what what happened with that is like 
he trips over the wire and then he's smashed into the wall. And so the guy picks up the wire and then he's smashed into the wall again. So they pull on the wire and he's smashed into the wall again. <laughs> and then one other person goes on the You're wire and he's smashed again. into the See, wall. See, I'm laughing again. I love, uh, I love physical pain. I think right, he, easy, I think right, he hit easy that wall yes, about exactly. like eight or nine times before he came through. Right. Uh, and, and personally, I think if they'd have done it at five, like <laughs> that would have been the I, optimum. It's like, bang, bang. And then it's like, okay, it's not... No, okay, well, you do the comedy okay, rule. You, then, it's not funny, and then it's funny yeah, again. And then you get yeah. the pudding as he does come flying through the wall. But by the oh, time he came to the wall, I was like, okay, yeah. let's just get this over with, please. It's called padding, padding the running time. It's called padding the running exactly. time. Exactly. Yeah. Like and again, they still didn't make it to <laughs> 90 minutes. Well, usually, yeah, the rules are three. You know, comedy's a rule of three, as yeah. usually. So you did it three times, it would have been funny, you know, or even five yeah. at the max, but. Yeah, that's padding the running time. Maybe this, they didn't know when to end the joke. You know, it, well, or the that, series. You know. That car chase scene as well. It was like, okay, we're going to run. Oh, someone fell off the car. Wait, we'll wait for them <laughs> to get back on the car. Okay. And then we're driving after them and like, oh, no, there's four people. They've fallen over. Oh, dear. Well, let's wait for them to get back in the car again. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're all on. Good. Okay, we'll keep going. Uh-huh. Now. It was... Uh- so. There, <laughs> I'm sorry for the state. Well, I shouldn't apologize because I'd like to talk about anything other than this film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's one. Uh, I was telling Paul about this film when we uh, finally figured it out because I kind of wanted uh, you guys to do it in the restroom. Um, called Wrecker. Are you aware of that one, Honor? Wrecker? No. No. So it's you know it's just like a, a joyride type horror movie. You yeah, know, trucker chases two yeah. two teens for who knows the fuck why <laughs> you know for for uh about 85 minutes but there uh are so many insert shots into that to pat um they show <laughs> like out. the same sequence yeah. of like their convertible driving around these curvy roads from like a, a helicopter it's used like eight or nine times and, and it's oh, like no God. dialogue no music it's just the car oh, we're driving to- we're totally flushing that <laughs> totally flushing you have that. to oh record it's, oh, absolutely it's amazing record. 2015 that's a new that's a, that only came out last year i was gonna uh, say it, it's, oh, it yeah. sounds it sounds to me like somebody watched the beginning of the shining and jewel and was like hmm i think i could do this. oh it is delightfully <laughs> awful like i I, I got, a, I mean, just got a little, uh, you know, my mind right is the way my one friend and I used to, you know, um, use something. Uh, so <laughs> I got my mind right and watched the record. And, it, you know, it was it was delightfully awful. Um, yeah, not like this. I mean, I mean, there were... Which is just awful, yeah. Yeah, which is just awful. Yeah, but, they, but they yeah, were, check out record. Don't check out this. Yeah, there really were a couple of times where I kind of rewound it just a little bit to go... Okay, yep, that did happen. I, I thought I wasn't paying attention and I, See, I wasn't even going to bother with the rewind because I'm like, uh, then I got to wait for it to buffer. And I'm like, whatever <laughs> I missed wasn't important. Whatever is coming up isn't important. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it, it really is going to be interesting. I, I, I kind of hope that uh, future versions of this, we, we end up looking at films that have just more substance to them. Than I mean, thing. like, what was even the, like, the whole subplot of the missing commander, like Lassard, or stuff like is that just more runtime again, I, right? Well, just just with him time. hanging yeah, out with the family I, that took him in. I, I'm and, going to assume that that happened in previous films as well. It's like a bit yeah, that, that, is, that they're returning I, to. I think, like he always goes missing. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think yeah, Naked Gun did it perfectly where they did three yeah. and they were done. Like, right. And then well, by the third of that third. one, it was, it was yeah. running thin. <laughs> yeah, it's 33 by the third film, they, they knew they were running thin on that one. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> or naked gun. So they knew when to get out. This one, they didn't know when to stop here. Just yeah. Well, OJ ran into some trouble after that, too. So. <laughs> well, there's some legal stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I, I think by the end of the third one, they probably could have just been like, yeah, he died off screen. Like, if they wanted to carry on, right. they could have, but yeah, they, they didn't, and for good reason. And then this film is the reason why you don't continue these, like, just... This isn't only beating the dead horse. This is beating it, <laughs> grinding it up, eating it, shitting it out, and then beating that. And then <laughs> setting that on fire. <laughs> and right. burying those ashes. Yeah, and then shitting on that. <laughs> yeah, There's a joke in the IT crowd where it said, you wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't kill a policeman and then steal his helmet and then shit in his helmet and then <laughs> leave it on the doorstep for his widow and then steal it again. <laughs> the, all of that was just funnier than that. Yeah. <laughs> the exactly. Uh, it was, yeah. Right. It's just, <laughs> like, basically, I think as a result of watching this film, we've realized that we didn't want to watch this film. <laughs> and I, I was sending... Paul angry texts about myself. <laughs> and like, whose horseshit idea was this? Yeah, I, my response was just, I don't know some asshole. Yeah, I'm like, I really want to punch this dude square in the jaw for making me watch this. Oh yeah, that was me. Uh, this was my brilliant. Uh, yeah, you guys might have to rethink child. this whole uh, series. I don't know. Well, the, they will improve, this, like I'm saying. You know, yeah, I gotta hope. I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I think the, the, hope main, so. the main idea behind this is like. We hate the fact that Hollywood is just churning out sequel after sequel after sequel. And so we want to go into, this is what happens when you churn out sequel after sequel after sequel. Oh, well, this is a great example of that. You end up with this. <laughs> and so we, like, the, yeah, at some point we'll probably do Transformers. Now I have seen, I think, almost every entry in Transformers. So uh, down, down so the line. I, I'm going to yeah, be. Yeah, but able you can't do. They're this. still making them, though. I can't yeah. only do the series if the series is ended. I think that. So the next one should yeah. be. Mm-hmm. What the yeah. hell were we just talking about? Well, you can do now. Nah, they're not really Naked Gun. There's another. There's another. Okay, we're, we're, we're not going to do Naked Gun because you know, a those were good, and b they they finished at a nice point. Well, so, uh, so maybe the Ernest series, which obviously I would be. Get, I would though, be behind doing Ernest. I think Ernest I, might. I, I yeah, it's Ernest. definitely on the radar, and it might yeah. be, need to be the next one. Yeah, that, I don't even yeah. know what. Ernest, um, was, but that was beating a dead horse with the first movie, so you might have to work <laughs> out you on that. I think one. that was their bed, best yeah. joke. We're literally that's beating. Like, that's the problem. That's a, yeah. They, how many? And there was like at least seven or eight of those. Uh, I don't know. I I remember really enjoying the uh, whatever the Halloween one. Yeah, that, was. that's the thing. I and I was about to say my my memory of Ernest is that Halloween one. The troll, especially and, for yeah. no reason whatsoever. I get popping into my head the idea where he's like, uh, "There's there's this thing where it's M I dash K. It's the only thing that can beat it." And of course, he jumps to Miak. Yes, that's it. I'm going to go and find myself some Miak, and then I'm going to be able to defeat this thing. <laughs> and uh, it's like, wow, okay. Yeah, I don't know how well they're going to hold up <laughs> to my ten-year-old uh, sensibilities, but uh, yeah, I, I think I've matured slightly, not too much since that time. But yeah. I don't know if they're all going to go over as well as that. Yeah, and I, um, I'm. I'm perfectly fine with uh, with going into that one. I think that will have to be the next one. We'll have yeah. to find it. <laughs> I, I really want to do things like you know, like paranormal activity, but I think they're still churning out those piles of shit. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I mean, we could still watch you know <laughs> five or so, whatever the 
Yeah, there's quite a few of that those. Is yeah. on direct. Well, ho- there's a lot of horror series that you can do that have run mm. out of gas completely. They're you know easily ripe. You can even say the Friday the 13th series can be a viable one yeah, because that we definitely ran out of gas end. a long. Yeah. You know, mm. that's way past its expiration date, stuff like that. But are we yeah. circling around to this because this this Police Academy did come up on the radar as being remade, right, or rebooted? There's there's been talk about doing another bringing this back in some context. Yeah, and I think it would have to be done in a way where. Like kind of like Ghostbusters. Yeah, I was just gonna say with the where, Ghostbusters. Where cast, the, the original the cast, cast, if they're in it, they're not those characters. Like, right? Or, or they're just people who are they've started the academy, and right. the only people you focus on mm-hmm. are your new comedic people that are. I think yeah, I think you do what Ghostbusters. You pull a lot of that young talent that's at SNL right now. Um, a lot of the yeah. younger comedians uh, that are in, you know, improv groups like uh, Mike Birbiglia has in his new movie. You know, like, um, just get that young talent out there. That's what and, you need. Yeah, and yeah. that way you can pull it off because then it can riff on each other. You really come up with some really good stuff. Like, it, the platform's there. You can, it can be rebooted and it can be raunchy. It's got to be R rated. It's yeah. got to go for, it definitely has to go for broke in a different kind of, you know, not modern 2016 way, but make it R rated. And like you were just saying, bring in some SNL people, bring in some, you know, comedy improv people that can, you know, handle this type of material and just cut them loose. And I think, you know, and not necessarily use the same characters. You can come up with all new characters and just use the framework, like Paul was saying, you know, just, you know, we have an academy, we have a group of cadets, one's a wise, you know, and just set up the hierarchy, you know, yeah. the order of the characters and who's surrounding them and then let them go. Yeah, I think it can be done. Um, but it's going to have to be a sharp script, like a really sharp script. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yep, look, looking into it here, yeah, I think the next one is definitely going to have to be the 10th entry tenth? in the uh, Ernest P. Walls. It is uh, Ernest in uh, the Army. Uh, you are not <laughs> no, my main I, man right now. <laughs> okay, That's going to be a very long show, that one. Uh, good luck with that, guys. <laughs> So if you're just watching the tenth one, that's the army one, right? That is the uh, one. Yeah, the I tenth don't know. and final Ernest P. Well, I think didn't he die? I think he died yeah. during that movie. I think actually he died during the film. <laughs> that, they just, well, they just his spirit died long before. No, but, oh, yeah, he, uh, he died in February 2000. This film came out in 1998. So yeah. <laughs> oh, not too long after. Not too long yeah. after. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what killed him. Ten movies, ten crappy Ernest films. And so, yeah, I, I think legacy. I, what a way to go out! I, I think yeah. we should decide on each film during the podcast, and yeah, this absolutely. is the plot synopsis. I we picked the I next got one my vote. during I think our, this. Is, okay, yeah. here, here we go. This, this is what the next one we're going to do is about. Ernest is working as a golf ball collector at the golf range. Because <laughs> that's a job. But I mean, he had me a golf ball collector, yeah, and he <laughs> fantasizes about being a war hero. A friend oh, tells boy. him if he joins the army, he can drive large vehicles and never go into actual combat. So he enlists, and then his entire unit goes to the fictional Middle Eastern country of Karifistan. Oh, that won't be racist Riff? at all. Is there? Did they really put Riff in the Karifistan, where he has to assist UN troops in the hope of saving the country from being invaded by an evil Islamic dictator named Tafuti of Azria. <laughs> Oh well, don't re- yeah, to, yeah. Save some for the viewing experience. Yeah, I may yeah. have to come back for that one. I don't know. That, that, that sounds almost too. Right. Should we try to find something better after that one? I'll it, say it, 
that if you want to be a staple of this, does, say, we have you come back. It sounds like in the army now, you know. It does, uh, yeah, boy, yeah. that's gonna be really bad, guys. All right, you picked a good. I think you got a good one there. I think the next one. Uh, yeah, you survived this. The, the only other thing I'm gonna tell you is the three roles that Jim Varney is in this film. He is Private Ernest P. Wall. He is Army Captain. And he is Burn? Arab on quicksand. Oh, man. <laughs> Arab. Oh, I can't wait for that to pop yeah. up. You guys are uh, in good shape over there, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm genuinely looking forward to this one. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, all right. I'm canceling this idea. <laughs> this was a one and done. Um, yes. And, like course, a mouth margarita, I am not yeah, going this, for any more. And it, and it is the fourth direct-to-video sequel from the Ernest franchise. So there we uh, go. Uh, <laughs> well, <sighs> I, I think that's... <laughs> well, that was enough of a diversions. <laughs> yes, definitely um, enough from us. So, yeah, thank you very much, Anna, for coming on for this one, and yeah, please, we, please do come back for the next one. I think it's going to be... When, and uh, pardon the, the pun here, but would you do us the honor of um, sending this one out? <laughs> Yes, I oh, oh. <laughs> I usually say, can we flush it, ladies? Can we please, please flush it? But I guess that applies here. <laughs> My God. Yes. <laughs> yes uh, oh, yes. Uh, you know, consider it, uh, consider it flushed. Put that sound effect in there. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Where's Michael Winslow when you need him? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you're flushing almost like six films. Like, you know, I'll get the first one. Yeah, it's not just one. It's a big turd. It's a big turd going down. Yeah, yeah that one you're gonna have to break up a bit. Yeah, yeah. That's like you got to break up with the plunger a little bit. You know? you know what? I I think for this one, I'm gonna put the sound effect of I don't know if you've seen the episode of South Park where Randy Marsh has decided he's going to have the biggest shit of oh, all time. Yes. I think I might have to put the sound of him actually finally. Pushing Doing out it and spinning but, around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that worked. That's perfect. It's a yeah. It's, it's a shame. It's a shame it went to this. It got to this point. Yeah. But so yeah. It really if you is. don't watch this one, folks, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I will stand by the first one. Watch the first. Yeah. One. yeah I, watch I, the first. One. I am going to rewatch the first one just so I I can get that. Your palate, cleanse your palate, cleanse your yeah, Felicia yeah, Kent palate. Yeah. yeah, you know, I, I oh, watched it late at night and then went to bed. So. Oh my god. It took me like three hours, like I was telling Paul, to get through this thing about, cause one, pausing to make notes, and two, just cause I had to walk away a few times. <laughs> just... Yeah, I, I imagine, what I imagine is you've got the TV going here, I imagine you were washing dishes, and then when the advert started, you were like, ooh, let's watch the ad, there we go. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, that's, yeah, this is the third time I've seen this, uh, Wendy's commercial, but it's looking pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Wendy's commercials during the, the movie were the the best part of the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you really wanted some Wendy's after. Uh, All yeah, right. So well, we'll... yeah. So again, thanks, Anna, for coming on for this. And Absolutely. Yeah. Do do go find him over at the Sword Wrestling Cinema podcast or SignalsofFury.com dot com on mm. the web. There. Do find us. Obviously, you know where we are. We're bloke. You've already found us. Yes. Yep. So, <laughs> Go find us, talk to us, give us suggestions for franchises that you want us to watch the last <laughs> entry of. Um, and what did we decide? At least it, it has to have been released on DVD. Okay. And it has to be four or more as, as the entry mm-hmm. number because three is a trilogy. Right. Past right. that, you're mm-hmm. really getting into franchise territory. Mm-hmm. And no, we're not doing Twilight. 
<laughs> well, well, we'll see. I mean, Twilight's sounding pretty good right now. Yeah, just, yeah compared, compared to, to this, yeah. To this in earnest. Um, yeah, just, uh, I, I, I think I'm, I think we should have a veto each and I'm vetoing Twilight. I'm not watching the sparkly uh, vampire. <laughs> <laughs> How many Home Alone? Are there four Home Alones? I believe there were five, actually. Five. Well, we gotta do that in there at some point, too. Alright, yeah. well, there we go. Maybe we'll do Ernest next and then Home Alone whatever <laughs> after that. Alright, All well, right. once again, everybody, I have been Paul. I have been Brian. And he has been on us. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, bye, I have. Bye, folks. Bye. Bye. bye.